go in a three and a two and a one welcome to table talk podcast we've been out a little bit here but we're back uh got tyler trent and jason with us and yellow how to do hi guys um we're going to be talking if you'll let us know tyler and i do like those socks that you have on i just noticed thank you stripies some sort of artist or something very nice um all right so that's it guys where are we headed here tyler i know we had a you did a blog and that has had some interest yeah how'd that come about yeah well uh we've been trying to find different ways to connect with with folks that are stuck at home and be encouraging so we've been writing blogs and uh i wrote one last month that just seemed to kind of connect with a lot of people mm-hmm. and resonate with them and i think uh six or seven hundred people have read it now and uh gotten some some feedback and comments and struck up some conversations and i think it's just something that almost everybody deals with what was the subject uh, what was the, the title this the title was called fat and starving mm, so nice. yeah that's that was my title which will also one day be my memoir my uh, autobiography will be called Fat and Starving. Uh, the working title for the blog, uh, w- it started off as um, Resurrection Body, May I Have Mine Now, Please. <laughs> but I changed it to Fat and Starving. And it just, it just really kind of addressed this, um, just this global issue I think that so many of us have of just our body image and the way we feel and the way we look and the way we feel like we look to others. And uh, I just, I knew that I wasn't alone. And so I kind of got passionate about it and sat down and wrote the blog. And it actually wrote it after studying 1 Corinthians 15, which is just so wild. Uh, the end, the last half of 1 Corinthians 15, where it talks, Paul talks about the resurrected body. And I just kind of started geeking out because it's total sci-fi. Like, it's, it it's, is, a, it's it? amazing. Like, wow, it, if we really believe this, and we do. The future already exists. The future God already wise. exists. Yeah. Jesus started the whole thing off, the whole shebang. He is the first fruits of this resurrection that we will one day experience too. And when that happens, I, I mentioned the blog, then, you know, it's, we're going to be, you know, quote unquote, perfect. We're going to be kind of realer than real. And there won't <laughs> be these issues anymore. Yeah. But in the meantime, here we are. On We're in this Earth. kind of weird middle ground. <laughs> we are. Yeah. That whole kingdom of God thing. It's so fascinating. Test, testing ground. Yeah, it is. a. It is. That now and not yet. The free will, probation, mm-hmm. choices, consequences. And what I tried to do, you know, it probably wasn't perfect, but what I tried to do was just kind of find that balance. So it's like, that's such an awesome future hope to have. But in the meantime, I mean here we are mm-hmm. living every single day with this kind of struggle and uh and it's also our health you know it affects our families mm-hmm. and uh and for me it, it it's been a quite the journey because as i mentioned in the blog uh, about 2010 i weighed almost 350 pounds and uh i was just extremely unhealthy i had early signs of uh diabetes and sleep apnea I couldn't sleep at night I was literally crushing myself in my sleep just kind of that big it got to that point and uh, I've been back to church back to Christ right here at Life Point Church for about mm-hmm. two year, years or so and uh, but I knew something had to change 
that inside change had happened, you know, which was awesome. Just Jesus at work from the inside out, but the practical had to come alongside as well. Now, had you tried to lose weight before you came back to church or anything? Or No, religion? actually I did not at all. So you weren't trying at all? No, just, uh, I was just a hot in. mess. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love that title, the Fat and Starving. Fat and right? Starving. Yeah, it's so accurate with the kind of predicament you find yourself in. Man cannot live by bread alone. Well, plus it's just, mind. you're yeah. obviously, the, the fat part, that sounds like maybe harsh, but you're eating so much, it's suffocating you, yeah. your own weight, and it's not enough. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's exactly. still not enough. Like, too much is not enough. It never is. You right. know what I mean? And and that could be, you know, we're talking about food, but that could be so it many different ways we, yeah, we try to fill substitute. that. Right. Uh, well, I, and I, I quote it in the uh, blog, too. C.S. Lewis has this great quote that says, If we find ourselves uh, with the desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that we were made for another world. Right. And I love the irony in that because we actually were made for this world, and it will once, uh, one day, be recreated in the new heavens and new earth, right. where all these things that are inherently good—I mean, food's good, mm-hmm. you know—like to quote Pulp Fiction, bacon's good, mm-hmm. pork chops is good, mm-hmm. but you know, seventeen pork chops isn't good, <laughs> you know. And so it's just this kind of broken, fallen world we live in, where things just get kind of twisted and crooked yeah. and uh, inevitably that's kind of you know you don't want to admit it or talk about it but that it just ends up becoming a kind of a form of idolatry which just leads to sin and uh and it is tough to to reconcile because i mean it's food it's you gotta eat every single day right you know you gotta have that's kind of a funny body. word that uh, idolatry it's a f- kind of a fancy it's like really just putting the wrong thing in the wrong place exactly it's you know just, what i mean yeah, like that's all it, that's is. All it is like dude that doesn't go there that like, became too important to you yeah like the god-shaped hole idea like that's like infinite yeah that's all that can fill that that ain't gonna work with like the you said it can be anything yeah. it can be food or sex or alcohol or drugs right. or whatever that may be that you're just yearning to find fulfillment that you can only find you know we believe in christ and, uh, and I remember I talked to you guys a few weeks ago where I first I came back to the church and I was 340 some pounds and I was just in this just perpetual pity party like woe is me how could this happen I'm why am I so big this is so unfair and then looking back on it I calculated that I was eating between like five and eight thousand calories a day <laughs> is that a lot it's like if you're an Olympic I know, swimmer. I, I've been counting calories. If you're like, um, what's his name? Working Phelps, out. Michael Phelps. 23 hours a day. Yeah, if you're Michael Phelps, you need to eat 8,000 calories a day because you're burning 10,000 well, calories a day. Well, this is so true of like the human condition of like, like you're saying, you're like miserable. <laughs> Why is this happening? And then it's like, the you look at the diet and it's like, well... Yeah. Possibly this. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, I, and listen, this is not meant to, to shame anyone who may no, be listening. No, not judging. We all No judging. I'm just saying just my personal, I'm just being honest with my personal experience of what 
I just kind of let happen and become very normal to me. Right. And I'm just laughing because it's so true of my own experience as right. well. I've done it a million different ways. And look, of, you don't have you know. to be overweight or, you know, as I put bluntly in the name of the blog, you know, quote unquote fat. I mean, I've, I knew plenty of people who were just drop dead gorgeous and fit and they're still miserable and they still have a horrible body image and they think they're ugly and mm. they're frustrated. And I struggle to this day, even though I'm, at, I'm maintaining my healthy weight that I, my goal, I mean, I constantly struggle with, I look at myself in the mirror and I still see that 340 pound person. Yeah. And that's just part of this world we live in, uh, that pressure and, and just kind of that worldview of. So you think it's like um, when a warning light comes on in the car, the warning light's not the issue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you 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 can fix the warning light. Yeah. Or you can put a piece <laughs> but, of tape over it yeah, or ignore it. Yeah, put a piece of tape over it. So the, the eat, overeating is like the warning light. You think of something else. Like, it's what you're saying. Yeah. Starving. Mm-hmm. And for me, in my journey, the 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 massive weight gain was kind of at the tail end of just a whole slew of other issues. Uh, just, you know, drug use and mm-hmm. just out of control. For lack of a better way of putting it, to fill that God-shaped hole. Well, I think it's, it, it is that, but it's also like it does something for you. Yeah. You're not just doing, like, we don't just do these harmful things for no reason right like when people like scoff at addiction or something like sure. how could you do that I'm like how could you not do that like what do you mean like yeah. it makes total sense to me like it just makes the world a lot smaller just give me the thing that makes me feel good for a second right you know what i mean yeah people that have never been there experienced that which is great and i hope they never have to but they'll say things like that like why would you ever do drugs? Yeah. It's like, well, because they get you high. Right. You know, there's, there's, there is the, I mean, if there was no pleasure factor, yeah, we wouldn't it's do not it. just this sadistic, self-destructive death wish or something. I mean, there really is something behind it. And I think to me, uh, that's just something about that glorious future hope for us mm. and, the, and the age to come and the new heavens and the new earth. I don't think that all these things are, like I said earlier, inherently, bad I right think they start off good they just get twisted and that gets me excited like for what's to come where we're like in the presence of jesus and we're yeah and you know what i mean and we're in this new amazing thing where everything's made right and put right and is how it was intended to be it makes me look at a lot of those passages in different lights where people just randomly fall down like in the presence of god it's like oh that's probably like some sort of euphoria you know yeah, right yeah that might when you if you'll when you're to the right it it doesn't or check it out our new mics like this way when you're this way on yours to the right like look over Jason with your eyes. <laughs> I'm literally doing exa- trying move, to do ex- exactly your head. told me to talk. Exactly yeah. 90 degrees. So like this? No. How you doing? It's a side address. Like talk the talk to the right of it. It's probably how it's positioned which we we did. But tell me the process. What do you feel like the process was cuz you're not 350 now yeah well how'd you start that's one thing i that's blogs are awesome and i love their utility and and you can reach people but they're meant to be short reads that you can just move on and be Mm -hmm. about your day 
And so it was hard to get into the brass tacks. And, and that's one thing that I really would encourage people that are struggling with weight is that it's you have to just do it. You got to get going, and it's really hard work. It's the hardest thing I ever have ever done in my entire mm. life. And I I tell people that all the time at the gym or people that have known me from long ago and, and know me now. And you just have to start somewhere, but just it could be simple. And for me, it was just walking around the block. Once or twice a day, yeah. I walked around do a block. Do what you can do. Five minutes. That's it. That's all I could do. Wow. I was 340 pounds. That's all I could do. And by the way, at that time, I'm still eating like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, whatever I whatever I want, I'm but eating. But that was the first step. Yeah, it was just the first step. And it's just you can't do it all at once. And I think that's where so many people give up so quickly and so easily. And then, you know, after a few weeks, I went around two blocks. And then after a few weeks after that, I mapped around, I mapped out a mile in my neighborhood. And I walked a mile once a day. I walked a while twice a day. And then it got um, way too cold. And so then I discovered the YMCA, which I'm so grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hopped on the treadmill, and I hated every single second of it. Still mm-hmm. do. Just I wanted to pluck out my eyes with a mm-hmm. dull spatula. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Just like so horrible. But then I discovered the elliptical machine there. And then I started playing basketball with this guy named Randy every single day, Monday through Friday. Um, after I dropped my kid off at school, we'd play full court basketball. Wow. And uh, and that was just wonderful. But it took years to get to that point. And it took me probably about five years total to lose 175 pounds. And it was a, a process Yeah. that I just had to stick with and... But I had the help of, you know, I had God's help working from the inside out to change me and to change my desires and uh, and to help me, you know, focus on other things. Did you try to research stuff like, I don't know, food or any of that? It seems like you... No, that came much later. That mm-hmm. was the very last thing. Okay. That was the last thing to fall in line is... Uh, the exercise came first for me and then I uh, was you know more content more easily with food and I think that's probably better I see a lot sometimes like fad diets or something that don't seem to stick or somebody who has like a million diet books but just like you said just just do it yeah I think start doing something the doing part is the more important and and my my advice for anyone diets is just to listen to your body because there are so many things out there, low carb, no carb, right. Paleo, um, vegetarian, vegan, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, pescatarian, spirit led. Totally. He knows you. And see, for me personally, carbs are like the devil, but, <laughs> but I know a lot of other people that if they don't have carbs, they don't operate well. So, you know, I think you just figure out, listen to your body, listen to your, your spirit, communicate with the Holy Spirit and let you know what's up. And then you also, you know, it's really you know what's up. You know, it's like a five scoop Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be consequences. You usually the, the tell way, when you're way, overdoing it. The wages of ice cream. Yeah. I heard uh, Bill Burr do a funny skit about the sh- how good fast food can be and the shame of driving home with greasy fingers on the steering wheel right, right, from, right. you know, just 
inhaling it straight out of the bag with you know what i mean you how know, good that is and the immediate shame that comes yeah. afterwards. i'm glad you brought that up though jason because i'll tell you one thing that really helped me too and this can this is with anything with food drink whatever you're doing is to enjoy it right like to be how can i enjoy like it? to be grateful yeah and to right. be thankful if you can slow down if you can like stop whatever you're doing i don't care what it is if you're able to glorify god and give thanks for it like in all things you know what i mean yeah you're most likely not going to get in any trouble yeah but i think that's a problem for well a there's lot of it's a, like a cultural thing too like the fast pace of things but it's like even fast food you know what i mean the whole concept of it yeah, just it's like just get her done yeah. get in my belly oh, i feel so bad yeah immediately <laughs> like it's crazy the uh, the instant gratification sometimes is it it actually does the opposite. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't give you the gratification. It takes the joy out of it yeah. of just taking the time with it. No. Um, so yeah. you said it's a five. It was about a five year process. That's a long time. How it did is. you how did you stick with that? Um, I like that you said the key was just doing the one thing. Yeah, that's so important. That was doable. But it seems like you had to also get really tenacious about it, too, to, like, turn that tide yeah, around at you, some point. You, like well, You and I have had conversations in private before where it's it's almost like you, you're almost replacing addictions. Yeah. You like, know, it's like, like now, in the, now working uh, out. In the other like, way, like, you don't want to sell it short. Like, hey, it's so easy. You just do this one thing. And, it, like... There, there is a fight no, to it for I'm, sure. I'm always honest with everybody when I talk about my my weight loss journey. Is it's a real battle and it's something you got to stick with and and just keep keep with. Yeah, you can't because the second you stop, it's just it's so it's so unfair. Yeah, it took like five years to lose 175 pounds. Yeah, I guarantee you, I could put it back on in six months. Right. Like I remember one time it was the best shape I was ever in. I felt fantastic. But I was working out constantly. It was yeah. like what I did. You know, my weekends. That's, that's that what I do. What I did. And at some point, I got bored. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I felt great. I looked awesome. But I was like, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Sometimes you just like, what's more important? And I just totally... It didn't take long at all. <laughs> like, all that work just disappeared. You know what I mean? Well, I... Like you run, which is a cool, which is a good thing. I ride bikes on bike paths, and I would really recommend people to find something that they enjoy. Yeah, doing because going to the gym can be such a task. Right, like I said earlier, getting on that treadmill, you're like, oh gosh, not again. Yeah, but like I love to ride my bike. I live in Huber Heights. I ride the Troy, and it's like thirty miles round trip, and yeah. I enjoy it. And the thing is, I get to Troy, I have to come home. Right, you're not all the co- way you're back. not copping out of that workout. Yeah, like you're either gonna you've moved to Troy or you come home. Right. You know? Yeah. Thankfully, I got into running. I actually love it. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I, it's just especially outside if I can go outside. Right. I enjoyed the bike. It's part. very freeing, and I I've told that story. Listen to music, and you know, being I, led. I don't know. It feels great just being out there. Yeah. It's like a like, sanctuary. Out like there. Lord, you know help and get a bike yeah a, oh <laughs> sure and uh, but it's been it that led to 
Reggie, family, adventure, like you're you're saying. Yeah. And it helped with cut cutting down the boredom factor. It's, I write alone, so it's helped me. My, my prayer life has just grown by leaps and bounds because of the bike path. Yeah, there's a lot. I listen to teaching. Yeah. And I love the people. You see so many people out there and just all types of people. And just It's probably like a subculture, the, it, the bike riding. It is. People. You see it out there. It's yeah, and you've got, it's funny it. too because you've got the, you got the, the real deals coming by. Yeah, the real yeah, deals look out. They fly by. They're the, not, the, with the latex. Latex. And, uh, they're not, garments they're not concerned about the, uh, the walkers and their dogs. All right, get out of, get out of my way. Through, yeah. <laughs> On your left. Yep. Here we're passing. So what, but you eventually let, so the one thing you could do, and then you didn't count calories, you didn't try to do everything at once. Nope. And then eventually that did lead to counting calories? It did. Eventually that was, but that was like the, for me at least, diet was the last thing. I had to just get off my butt and get moving and just change my mindset. Just start small. I like, love you, yeah. you. You had a message a year or two ago where you talked about starting. Start where you are. Uh-huh. That was, I think, the name of the message. And you talked about, even if that's at the gym, lifting the bar with no weights lifting on it. Lifting the bar. Just mm-hmm. lift the bar. Like with Dr. Derek, he did the opposite. He did the diet without yeah, and, and that, and the that, exercise. And that worked for him. And then also for him, see, I have the... Uh, as a person that works at LifePoint Church, we have more flexible schedule, so I have the liberty of hopping on a bike path for a 30-mile mm-hmm. trip to pray and plan Sundays and do whatever, you know, music and all that kind of stuff. He's working 113 yeah. hours the right. schedule at a hospital. Yeah. The scheduling side of it. Yeah, so you too. just you got to just figure out. But it's out, that one thing. Figure out start where you are. Start where you are. And uh, that's the hardest part, really, is just that starting point. Because it, it's metaphorically and literally a weight. Which uh, I think what you're saying too is you got the starving part settled. Exactly. That was the starting part, really. Yeah. Soul. Yeah, and I and I and it really that helps to cut down on the trying to fill it. And it really was. It, I just can't tell you how much it really was the Holy Spirit alive and active in my life mm-hmm. working from the inside out to help change those wants and change those desires and to, and to give you wisdom yeah to give yeah. You, because a lot of it really is just wisdom right like but it's also interesting that it's it's it, you could say like settled but it's also a maintaining yeah like the realization that well, the fight the f- like paul it, it does restart time. every day. Every day. <laughs> like, you it gotta ne- recalibrate. And that's where <laughs> like, so frustrating. That could be a little uh, disheartening for me, honestly. Just know it. Like, mm-hmm. But that's where you're talking about the glorified body that you know that it isn't gonna be this this fight forever. Right. There will be a rest eventually. You know, and and there'll be a contentment. Yeah, that and, finally it, comes. and it, it is worth it in the end. Um, like, Sometimes you got to know that, like you're going towards something. You know what I mean? Yeah. For 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 me, like, just you don't want to be. What's the guy that takes the ball up the hill? I forget the the old uh, Sisyphus. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. pushes the. I don't know if that's it, but 
I think it, is that I, it? I think so. Pushes a rock up. That's yeah. what that's what working out feels like sometimes to me. Sure. Like it never ends. <laughs> it never. Ends. The minute you stop, it uh, it goes. No, it's, to a daily, crap, it's a daily. You it's know a pick I mean? up your like, cross daily kind of thing for that sure. That could be like uh, pretty disheartening. Well, but I, yeah, we're think you're thinking in time of. It's the uh, years. It seems long to us. Though the scriptures say it's sure. Yeah. Pretty quick. I was listening to Mo- it's a uh, Keith Moore, and he was saying how uh, this is the fight, not not vacation. Yeah. Earth. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is you know. Well, I'll I'll go on a vacation and all of that. And, and there are rewards and to all. it too, though. I mean, but it is yeah. There's a mental side that feel. I definitely feel better. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's the thing too. Just physically emotionally i mean when you're healthy everything gets healthy yeah and but like and he said ice ice cream's good man connect no, the is. dots and i'm glad ice to too because so I, I was just I getting ready it. to say well, like, there, there is that i think sometimes it's wise to eat the ice cream it is absolutely because yeah. yeah like you don't take suck the joy out well, of that life. was the last like, thing that came for cool. me for me i had to exercise i had to get moving first and start to drop some of that weight before i could focus on food and it was couple years in the line that I started changing my diet and the way I ate and for me and to this day for maintaining it really helps to plan meals like it's really helpful like I drive my wife nuts my wife and my son they're just like they have the metabolism of a cheetah <laughs> I have the metabolism of a sea cow so I have to like really plan that out yeah so I'll, like a salmon for dinner and some asparagus maybe some you know some sort of yeah. fun chicken thing for lunch or whatever I get really meticulous about that, but you also have to totally one thousand percent treat yourself. Yeah, from the reward part. You yeah. have to have the reward, or else you'll yeah. just it's the I sabotage. Mean, and that's full, that's what I mean. That's how you get. That's, that's how you can get out of that. And that's full circle so. back to like the life. Like if you really are a follower of Christ, and you really are just have that joy inside of you, and this future hope that's alive somehow now. I mean, there's a there's a joyfulness and a celebratory element to that. Yeah, where it's just grace like, in there. You just embrace that. I, I read the Bible, Old and New Testament. I just so many parties and yeah. feasts and that's true. And just celebrating together, celebrating their God, celebrating yeah. their family. So don't stop that. Just right. don't do it every meal. Right. Like I, my friend Kyle Hotz, who's a bodybuilder. Um, he helped me way back when, just kind of give me some food ideas and some exercise ideas. And he told me, I think he got it from Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, who's very physically fit, he has a splurge meal. Uh-huh. Once, one, once a week, he just goes nuts. But I, honest to goodness, I misheard Kyle. And I thought he said a splurge day. <laughs> so, oh right yeah. right so i would i get back to kind of like oh he's like how's it going or whatever i'm like oh yeah man i had the best splurge day and he's like what mm-hmm. not that day <laughs> yeah i that's what i did when yeah. i was in really good shape uh i did this program it was body for life and they did a day oh really yeah Where they did the see? day and it was it, but strokes. but you know what it was off it was wrong because it was so insane well, decadent like the, yeah i would realize Dude, you're gonna have to do so much work. Yeah, the way I'm wired, splurge day is not a good thing. Yeah, like that's the other thing with counting calories; it can really suck the joy out of like, oh yeah, knowing what you're eating. Like, man, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I do not count calories. I 
I became aware long ago of what certain foods are like ballpark. You kind of gauge it. And you kind of gauge it just into meals. Because mm. it is. It doesn't. It's, and it's funny too. I will warn people as well. Like I use the MyFitnessPal app. For still. Still. Yeah. I still log, uh, log I don't stuff. use it anymore. But the problem with that, those things, depending on your goal, it has this little number where it says food, exercise, and remaining. And that remaining is so misleading because it counts your exercise. And if you eat. So you think you can eat more? Yeah. You, you look at the app and it says, well, you have 1,800 calories remaining. Yes. yes. Yeah. I stopped. Subtracting exercise. And, it, and it's like, no, you just X'd out your whole day. All that hard work, everything <laughs> is just gone. Even, yeah. You're just dead even. Right. You know, and that's even if their metrics are correct. You know, yeah. there's a good chance your body, you know, is actually storing some of that away. I who I saw, it was, it was some minister. He was Sorry, about his, his wife had written this health book. And it was funny because he was trying to be cool about it. He's like, this is because it was really intense, like health program his wife was getting into. And he's like, I'm actually kind of 50 50 on this <laughs> because like like we're talking about, there is this other grace side, you know what I mean? The yeah. intensity and then the like balance of like, just just enjoy, <laughs> enjoy life. <laughs> How can you still enjoy life without, yeah. you know, I think so much in our world today it's just we we've really let common sense and rationale just fly out the window yeah you know for the most part it's you know you instinctively know how to eat healthy and and like listen to your body and the Mm -hmm. balance and what you should and shouldn't do and yeah but it's fun eating's fun yeah what would you say is your favorite meal oh my favorite meal well, actually, my favorite meal is pretty healthy. My favorite meal in the world is a filet with like some asparagus nice. or broccoli. Yeah. But I love burgers, burgers and fries. Yes. Burgers and fries are the bomb. I like... Um, and I love, I got a huge sweet tooth. Yes. So any cake, any pie. Cheesecake. Uh, peanut M&Ms I can eat by the barrel full. Mm. Mm. So good. <laughs> is that real peanut butter? Uh, they're real peanuts. I'll Nobody knows. That. Nobody. It's a mystery. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the other ones. No, not the peanut butter. Reese's Pieces. No. Yeah. So what's the moral of your story thus far? Do you feel better? The moral of my story, yeah, I do. I feel better. I feel healthy. and um, It's hopeful. It's a hopeful story. And grateful. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, really grateful that that I came back to the church and came back to Jesus when I did because I think in many different ways I was just on the road to destruction and not just with the the substances on that path, not just the substances, but just just how large I'd become. And just for me, my my body and my Mm. bone structure and everything, like it was very, very dangerous. And I look back at pictures and and, uh, just remember just how much I struggled even to breathe sometimes. And uh, Noah, my boy, he was so young at the time. He was a big catalyst, too. Because mm. I wanted to play with him. You I wanted to, to do around. stuff with him. Yeah, I wanted to be around. Not just be around. I wanted to 
to be able to do stuff yeah, and be active there was at that at that point he was only about gosh i don't know 10 he's about seven six seven years old or something like that and maybe five 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 or six years old but i just i could already envision all these things i couldn't i wouldn't be able to do playing with him playing something. with him sports mm-hmm. football riding bikes yeah which turned out Okay, okay, anyway, it would have been because he's allergic to sports. <laughs> video games. He's more of a art, an arts, one. music, video games kid. But <laughs> but yeah, that was a big part, too. And like we said earlier, just doing something, just starting. Reminds me of Augustine. You said uh, the one quote, Augustine was known for, our hearts are restless, Lord, until they find the rest in you. Yeah. Because you made us for yourself. Mm. Similar to Lewis. Yeah, yeah, I love that quote. That that desire can get confused. And I'm a late night eater, snacker, and sometimes it's, you think you're hungry for that. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe there's another thing going on there. Yeah, that you're something actually wanting craving to something fulfill. else yeah. right now. That's true. Very true. Yeah. Any like w- anything w- excess, I think is that way. Just you're pushing something down you're drowning something covering you're up, covering yeah. something up some sort of some sort of discontent well we're thankful for the light um, and the truth and the change that's come one way or another what is it the new body it is yeah. a common man it's a, like I said read first Corinthians and you 15. can eat the Lord did yeah honeycomb and fish he could More eat. More than once. And he could walk through walls. It's one of the first things he said to them. Give me some of that. And he looked. And Let you me could show you. I'm, and you I'm could tell it real. was him. They touched him. They touched You could tell it was him, but at the same time, some people like. Were yeah, that. Totally for sure. Like, is that you? <laughs> he had some extra skills you know? there. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, really cool. And I'll back to C.S. Lewis. I, he, I love his take on that um, in his unbelievably cool book, The Great Divorce where he talks about how we and the new earth will be kind of realer than real. And there's one part where he talks about how the grass will be so real and so sharp that at first it hurts your feet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like what we have right now is not, it's not how it's supposed to be. Well, it's running down. And it's still beautiful. There's right. still so it's much so beauty yeah. and yeah, love and there is goodness. And there are all these signposts to a good creator God. And you think, man, that's not the ultimate end real deal then i mean i think it's almost unimaginable mm-hmm. for our human brains i was yeah even before the flood it was different than now there was more of a protection yeah a biosphere they didn't even know rain everything was still being watered what's from the, the ground what's tree life dude's name malik uh, yes malik he didn't know right? terrence malik no. No, that's not. That's somebody else. Who was that? Oh, crud. No, I've got us all confused. Anyway, the movie infuriated me for uh, many which reasons. Which Noah? Noah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For many, many reasons. The Rock Because monsters. it just was not biblical at all. Uh, not at all, but... I still kind of liked it. But there was the part that I loved, though, was the early Earth elements, like where you could just see constellations during the day mm-hmm. and this creatures that just kind of glistened and stuff in the earth that just was like had this fresh properties to it and 
I to me I think about it all the time and I get excited and it drives me nuts with this harp on harp on a cloud view of heaven that I think so many people it's ridiculous inherently have it's I well why would he make ours real and his right be, right you yeah know, we're like transparent. We, we, we pray the Lord's prayer and we say your will be done on earth as it is in heaven yeah like, so that you makes know no there's sense. the belief <laughs> that heaven itself is a planet yeah it's just a mere reflection here yeah. of that I just read in Genesis after the fall God gets to Adam in the judgment scene serpent Eve and on down and uh, he's like you know things are cursed now because of what's right. been released the ground's gonna not produce like it should and yeah and what was so it far. like before that that's what yeah that's yeah. the thought but even then after that they experienced earth because it grew downward it took a while it took a it's while because like even in the evolution like they were so in a pristine situation that it took them hundreds of years to even physically die after being unplugged yeah and it's the same with the earth it's after yeah. it was unplugged the pristine not so much not so much and now you know we're seeing more of the upheaval and yeah the a, such a, a creation groaning yes the creation groaning for sure that includes us it does <laughs> but but there is that hope and uh we look we look to it and i love that it's future but it's also present mm -hmm. as well it's hard to wrap your mind around but if you can get there it's, I like it's the such mystery. a comfort it is it's such a comfort like oh and i love you've sucked us too uh, you're you've such a great insight into the letter to the hebrews but this um idea that like jesus was you know lived died buried was resurrected ascended and he's just on holiday yeah. for two thousand years mm. When it's to actually sing. he yes. had to go because of his present day ministry. Yeah, but he's actually an intercession. very much alive and active. Very much active in our lives and pointing us to that ultimate future hope. And well, that's it. Yeah, it's there in uh, Hebrews twelve. I keep reading that one. He he's the example. Yeah, he Looking did the ultimate. Jesus, the How did the he finisher. do it? And it's pretty cool because he looks to the reward. He's not. Yeah. He's not just like, and it's. I love the scriptures. Don't pull punches. Where he's almost, you know, can I get out of this? You know, can this cup pass in the garden? Do I got it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. there's something so real about that. Yeah. But he does it because he sees where he's going, and like that gives the us joy hope. set before. Yeah, him. the joy. Yeah. There, oh, it, there's a destination yeah. we're going to. You know what I mean? It's worth it. You know that some of the sacrifices and that same joy is ours and that's been yeah. something i've been really focusing on the past few days just with everything that's going on in our world yeah that's the uh, exciting part about the hope part yeah it means you well, know a confident expectation like you're excited and yeah and the, the excitement part and yeah. the jesus awesome. kind of hope and the jesus kind of um oh, what was i gonna say i cried i just lost mm -hmm. i lost it the jesus kind of hope what were you just saying the excitement? The excitement. It's a hope is an expectation. Yeah. Oh, the Jesus kind of joy and the Jesus kind of hope is isn't circumstantial. That's what I was gonna say. Right. Yeah. In spite that's of everything. Because so, it, so yeah. it's it's there whether 
Yeah. Yeah, it's already. That's what I've been focusing on. It's already concrete. Yeah, that's where you see that weird, yeah. weird, like you read the New Testament. These guys are going through crazy stuff and they're, you know. Yeah. Singing. Well, praise songs in the jail well, and the, even, you know what i mean there's like you can't beat the that kind of person yeah would their you, hope is somewhere else it, it's unbeatable you know it's hmm. pretty amazing well jesus like he told his disciples he's told them straight to the, right right before everything came to the head and the ultimate conclusion of his crucifixion and resurrection he told them it's gonna have you're gonna have tough times you have tribulations you have persecutions and then um he, when he ascends to the Father and he goes away, the Holy Spirit's not come yet, and it says that they walked away in great joy. Mm. And I'm always, I look at that, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But that, it's a different kind of joy, you yeah. know, with regardless of circumstance. They know, like you said, they know they knew what was the happening. end game. Yeah. The ones that actually recognized who he was and what had happened and that that also belonged to them. And, of course, they're working this all out on the fly. We have, you know, No, we, I love it, too. We have the benefit of our Bibles and our like translations. My, I, one of my favorite scenes is with, with Peter when Jesus is kind of filling him, uh, telling him what's going to happen in his life, what he's going to have to go through. He immediately, like, well, what about him? Yeah. <laughs> what, is about that? what about John? It's so <laughs> real, so human, you know, to compare ourselves to each other and Oh, that absolutely! Kind of stuff. Like he—he was—he—he uh, he was working it out, like you said. He's trying to like, yeah. what? What do you mean? What about that? You know what I mean? That—that's such a real stuff we go through. You know, I love it. Absolutely. Well, it is good to see the changes as we go along. Yeah. And then dealing with age as well yeah. yeah and i think that's, that's too it. like all in the and we work at it challenge. and we start small and we do what we can and we look forward to that uh that future hope that future resurrected body and then in the meantime you also kind of give yourself a break yeah like, don't be so hard on yourself yeah we can have grace for other people and so seldom have grace for ourselves it's and amazing yeah. that reminds me of brother hagan's story of the lady who came and asked him to pray with her that God would give her a feeling that she's been forgiven. She'd gotten in a fight with her husband, <laughs> cussed him out, and, you know, as a Christian woman, c- couldn't believe can't, it, can't whatever, you know. Um, and he said, well, did you make up with your husband? She said, yeah, he forgave me, I forgave him. And, and he said, well, did you ask him to give you a feeling, you know, <laughs> so you would believe him? You know, and, but he said eventually, he said, the problem is you're not forgiving yourself. That was her issue. Right. That was her struggle. She wasn't forgiving herself. She forgave her husband. You know, she was saying it was God who hadn't forgiven her, maybe. So I need a feeling. She wasn't that accepting he it. But really, deep down, it was just she was holding it still against herself. Mm-hmm. That's probably a big key in life. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just forgiving thyself in order to move forward yeah and to go forward which i think is part of your process our process sure if, if you fall you pick yourself up yeah i mean you're not still God, holding God know. you're not holding against yourself that past that that led to the unhealthy situation right that that's helped you to go forward yeah probably as that, much as anything too and that was forgive it 
and that and was not trapped. trapped. And that mm-hmm. was instant. Way back then, that was something. That was the first thing to go. That's good through the grace of God. Yeah, that that almost had to happen first. Hmm. You know, we and the rest can, fell in line. Um, the next time we'll we'll, uh, we'll turn off the air. Been listening to the recording. It's been great. Getting back and talking. I love it. We I got, hear somebody upstairs we're, we're using walking around. New mics and. And I've watched your guys' addresses, how that works. It doesn't work where pops are and not pops. I'm getting technical along with our yeah, we'll figure it out. table talk. We'll figure it out. I think. you got to give but us I some grace. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, <laughs> One step at a time. I for, start I small. I hey, I man. <laughs> it's all going to be okay. I forgive you. It's going to be all right. <laughs> I can just you, want you guys Can you to give know. me a feeling? So that I know. Give me for this recording. Like I've been wanting to direct this whole time as I'm watching, but it would interrupt with it. That was so good. We're at about 45 here. Yeah, we appreciate it. About 45 listening today and being a part of Life Points Table Talk, and we're going to keep hitting this more. We've had a, we've been moving equipment and offices, and now that we're getting settled in, I, this is a really good room for what we're doing and getting the word out there because it all comes back to the love of God for us mm. for humanity. He wants for us healthy. Right. He does. He absolutely in spirit, soul and body, career, family, marriage, he he's for us in that sense and he's got a plan and we're learning and we're growing in that. And uh I know some crazy stuff been going on. But we are still looking to him, his word, his truth, and and walking it out. Daily walking it out. And it's been a a good thing. I tell you too, um, just how you ended up in the ministry as well. I mean, I didn't even connect the dots at that time. I mean, I thought, oh, hopefully he'll get behind the drums. Oh yeah. When you came back around, but you actually had a whole calling going on. Right. <laughs> well, that change that's a, that's actually that's a whole other conversation. The purpose, yeah, having purpose. I mean, that's he wanted huge, you healthy man. for the yeah. for your having a purpose his, in life to get up in the morning. Yeah. I mean, that's I remember that's um. I mean, with everything that happened with the band, that makes total sense well, we, to me. Like, yeah, because you were the purpose, purpose is got gone, s- got sucked away. Yeah, yeah. Chris, there was a calling the whole time. Highlands, he he said that there. The two best days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why you were born, mm. what your purpose is, something like that. Got them connected. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Cool cool beans. We appreciate it. Super no, cool beans. And I'm getting ready to hit stop. Three. Adios. Two. Muchachos. Muchachos.